Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Mr. Probs, a.k.a. Big Tasty. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences, but it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor, and I'm a production pastor, and these are our problems. Welcome to episode 62 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to encourage, entertain, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world, sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? I got a tasty wrap. I'm going to do it. You ready? My name's Big Tasty, and I'm here to say... Me, master me, and my fans say, hey. <laughs> dude, I'll be honest. You should record that. That was, that was pretty good, right? Let's drop What's the big, up, dude. Drop the big gingy single. <laughs> DJ Big Gingy. <laughs> you, what is up, my brother? You know, just hanging out. I, so yesterday we, um, we hosted what's called a pastor's cohort at our church. Mm. Uh, so typically we get on to West Palm for these and it's like a bunch of churches in South Florida all get together and you like get together for like a speaker and you hang out. Um, and then after that, um, we like get lunch and then you break into peer groups for like peer to peer mentorship. Mm. So like I would break off with worship tech guys and whatever. And so they were doing it specifically on like what to be thinking of in the middle of a building project. And so since we just finished something and all that kind of stuff, so all these people come here. And so, man, we were, we were ready yesterday. <laughs> we show up, uh, uh, I'm sorry. We were ready two days ago. Like everything was set, ready to rock. We get in here yesterday. Uh, and so we like our room, we have three led walls. And so our crowd left led wall. That's for iMag. The bottom two panels won't work. And then we lost, um, we run all of our audio through PVP, um, through Dante network and that stopped working. And then four of my moving lights were literally just spinning in circles. <laughs> so oh. we get in here and we basically have to do open heart surgery to fix a bunch of stuff. And so it's like four minutes before we get started. And I finally run out to front of house to get in the booth. And, uh, one of the, main pastors uh from a, a place called family church down in west palm uh is like moderating this thing right so i'm his his assistant comes to me in the booth and is asking me these questions like hey when we do this and when we do that and like all this like last of information and then i'm looking at her and then all of a sudden i hear ray's mic isn't working and i look nobody told me they were trying to start and ray this guy is like on his headset and i'm like here we got all these pastors from a church that like, and I don't mean this privately, but we do some cool stuff technologically and production wise. And so like people kind of, you know, they're looking to see what we're doing and we couldn't get mics on. We, I mean, it was just, I'm 95% certain like Satan just happened to pass by here yesterday. What a brutal, that's so brutal. So, is your, was it your said, first time to host it? It was first time hosting it. So with all that being said, we got everything fixed except for my lights deciding just to start spinning in circles. Dang, so dang, you should tell people it's a kind of a new thing. Yeah. You know, big you Gingy, know. it's a pioneer, trendsetter. Yeah. 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 We're, we're you know, we, we call it the epileptic seizure <laughs> is that movement right there. Yeah. So. Was, uh... Dude. So what's going on in your world? Not much, man. It's, uh, it's Friday, you know, which is day off in my, uh, scenario. So that means I'm working for uh, Mrs. Tabor today, 
and, you know, doing lots of honeydews and, um, you know, Hey, here's the, this time it's really weird to live in Indiana this time of year. It can be like 20 degrees one day and 60 degrees the next day, which is what we're in today. I mean, I guess thankfully today's a 60 degree day, but it's raining and we have a flood warnings. How do you have flood warnings in the middle of January? Uh, because the rain, man, we're supposed to get like four or five inches of rain through, through Sunday, which, you know, yuck. Indiana has good people, but it sounds like a nightmarish hellscape for a Florida boy. Yeah. You know, it's, this has been a crazy year. So anyway, that's my day. Um, as soon as we get done here, I, uh, got a couple of meetings and, you know, doing my thing. Yep. Well, guys, let's talk a little bit about our title sponsor. Um, you know, him, we know him, we all love him. planning center online. Right. So we're pretty selective. Okay. We get lots of opportunities and most of them we just don't say yes to because we're super protective of what God's given us here. And we're super protective of all of you, but this fam, this is a company that has set themselves apart because you know, they are the bees knees the base <laughs> that's right they are they are okay so here's the deal planning center they won't lock you into any contracts you can adjust or cancel your plan at any time with no fees or fines uh, any plan starts with a 30-day free trial they won't even ask for payment information until after those 30 days planning center is designed to scale to the needs of your church. So your church of 50, they got you. Your church of 5,000 or above, they got you. And everything in between, right? So you can use just the applications you need at any level you need. And absolutely anyone can reach out to Planning Center support regardless of whether or not you're even a customer yet or what your role is at your church. And they will get back to you with in-depth answers, often within one hour. I mean, come on. Don't believe it? Reach out today and try it. Planning.center slash support. Woo! (laughs) Right? Doing some gingy spins over there, man. Yeah. So, like, obviously, this is an audio podcast. I can't see. So, I typically would do this at home, but just because I had to come down to work, I'm sitting next to my lighting console, and I was too dark. So, I, like, turned on the lighting rig and moved a mover so it's pointing at me. Nice. Nice. So... And I was just, you know, flashing the grandmaster in excitement <laughs> for how cool Planning Center Online is. Well, my guy, let's get into the first segment of our podcast that we like to call Prayer Concerns. Every single week on the Worship Leader Cross Podcast, we like to take the prayer concerns that you guys send us via our website and read those online. And so prayer concerns in our context um, are all of the things that you guys get on your prayer cards or your your connection cards, or your welcome card, whatever you have in your seat back or pew uh, to connect people into your church. Um, let's be honest, even though it says, how can we pray for you? Um, People still like to tell us everything we're doing wrong or all the ways we can improve or how we're just messing everything up. And so we like to read those here uh, live on the podcast because for us, we just feel like when you hear some of these, you realize you're not alone because there are other people dealing with the hot mess that you are also. And so, Brian, what do we have this week? All right, let's jump in. Number one, prayer concern number one, you have a lovely voice. You could have been a professional with a few different life choices. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backhanded oh for the win. Wow. Yeah. A few different life choices. Right. A few, just a few. Like, not one. A few. Just a yeah, few. Like, I would have loved to have been able to ask them, okay, so what choices could I have yeah, made? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Okay, number two. <laughs> hey, man, I really don't know that the Holy Spirit was telling you to do that extra bridge and chorus. Are you really <laughs> listening to the Spirit when you lead? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah 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 okay number three (laughs) so after our service one of the oldest members of our church comes up to me josh now my name isn't josh but she's called (laughs) me that for five years so i gave up correcting her your band has gotten a lot better i know you were really nervous when you first started but you guys rock can we get some more hymns me well, you know, we do at least one hymn a week. You could always try the traditional service if you want more hymns. Her. I hate the music in the traditional service. It's too loud. <laughs> traditional service. What the hymns? The traditional service is too loud. She hates it. But the, but the contemporary service, though. Right. I'm going to come to the quieter. contemporary service and try to change it. Golly, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next one. After service, an 11-year-old boy came up to me and just said, you have a delightful uvula. (laughs) I've never not known how to respond in my life like at that very moment. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Because there's some people right now listening that are going, what's a uvula? And I want to make sure that's the little dangly thing in the back of your throat, right? I believe so, yes. Um Dang, they must be like a big high Pavarotti tenor just right? getting that mouth wide open in there. You can see that from the seats, man. That's that's quite the usual. Oh, great. <laughs> can you see it? Can you see it? <laughs> I cannot see it. I cannot see it, even with the flashing mover. <laughs> like this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Why did I bother to wake up this morning? Worship was a snooze fest. Also, tell the worship leader that Pharrell called and wants his hat back. <laughs> Only Pharrell was spelled feral, like a cat. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't, I can't give him too much grief on that because I couldn't say Calvary and <laughs> oh my gosh, that Calvary. Was, that was a moment, my man. That was yeah. a moment. I still, even to this day, knowing I got Jen's smell in my head too. Calvary, cavalry. Like I have to like stop and think about it. Yeah, right, right. It, I mean, it, and it's been a year of practicing. <laughs> okay, I, got... I, I can't say that, but I can literally, I can name off the the combination of a network cable and a heartbeat. White, orange, orange, white, green, blue, white, blue, green, white, blue, brown, brown. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got one last one. This is the bottom of the pudding cup, the last one. Okay. Being on the worship team is kind of serving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, fam. (laughs) <laughs> I'm literally dead. 
Oh, I'm literally dead now. right now. Don't, don't be dropping that. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, th- <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Probs podcast. All you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. And right there, we got a quick little form you can fill out. And you'll notice in there, we're not asking for your name, for your church's name. Uh, we'd like to keep it completely anonymous. And so we just want to continue to say thank you for supporting the Worship Leader Probs Nation. Yep. Dude, and I want to say this, too. Um, in just a few weeks, Worship Together is going to be happening in Nashville and uh, unfortunately, uh, Brian and I both can't be there together. But man, if any of y'all are going to be there, uh, come find me. It's not going to be hard to miss my big fat red beard. So uh, I'd love to get to meet some of you guys and get to hang out some. And so, yeah, we're going to we're coming up that Thursday and going to be up there. It's going to be uh, my worship pastor, our associate creative director, my wife. We're all going to come hang out. So, Look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm bummed to miss it. But do you want to tell them why you won't be there? Um. <laughs> Sure. Okay, so <laughs> once a year, we take a beach vacation. You do. And so I will be in Cancun. In a Speedo. No, 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 no. Oh, but okay. if you happen to be in Cancun during worship <laughs> together, come and look me up. <laughs> You'll be the, ins- the, the insanely pale gentleman. <laughs> with a ginormous <laughs> smile and zinc oxide on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, we have an incredibly cool interview for y'all. Um, I have a good friend. His name is Keithan Carroll. Uh, and Keithan is one of the former production directors for Christ Fellowship, which is, I believe, maybe like the seventh largest church in America. Um, you'll get to hear from him um, ridiculous amounts of of services for Christmas Eve and when you hear how many people came through their different campuses, yeah. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And so, um, I have personally worked a ton with, with Keith and he helped me, uh, design the lighting rig that we have in our church. And so not only is he just like a ridiculous tech guy, he's got a lot of wisdom to share. And so we're really excited for you Absolutely. to check out part one with Keith and Carol. Well, the worship leader Prowls podcast is very, very excited to have with us, Mr. Keith and Carol. Uh, Keithan is a really good friend of mine. Um, and so how I met Keithan, um, I came to the church that I'm at right now, TC3, uh, in August of last year. And, uh, I knew coming in that, uh, we had, they were just moving into a brand new building. And so like, I was told like, Hey dude, when you get here, everything's going to be in. You're just going to have to like learn how to use the Midas Pro X and you know, you're going to tune the PA and we'll be ready to roll. I got here you know, we were a little behind schedule. And so through some other mutual friends, one day Keithan shows up and Keithan and, uh, and, and our, and, and our friend Chris Esterline literally jumped in and like legit saved the day and got our entire lighting rig put up and, and designed a, a whole cool thing. And, and so, uh, yeah, we've continued to stay in relationship and friendship and Keith's become a very good friend of mine. And so Keithan, thank you so much for taking the time out to come join us here on the podcast. Having me. Oh man, we're glad to have you. I was oh, telling yeah. these so- I was telling these two dudes before we hit record that I'll probably just take a break, let them do the <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> and I told I told them like, no, this is the perfect time for when you don't understand something to go, okay, so help me understand. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> want to say a like click track exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this? <laughs> click track. <laughs> So, Keith, and here, why don't we start out here? Um, why don't you tell them a little bit about, like, kind of, because I know you've just had a transition in life. Like, maybe tell a little bit about that. And then I'd love for you to kind of go back 
um, and kind of tell your story, kind of like how you got to where you're at, what you're doing, um, and just kind of just your journey. So, okay. Well, um, just transitioned off staff at Christ Fellowship down in uh, West Palm Beach. Um, they are an incredible church. Um, love them. Love the team. Um, I can't say enough about that church, about the pastors, about the leadership. Um, just one of the things I learned while there, like they stretched me in my audio, lighting, and video ca- capabilities, like stretched. So, and they're willing to pour into you. So I just love that atmosphere. It was a bittersweet moment to hand in my resignation, but I loved it while wow. I was there. A um, couple of things I did while I was there. I started out at our Royal Palm campus and then transitioned to logistics and overseeing lighting, um, which logistics and overseeing lighting, which meant seeing overseeing projects, building campaigns, uh, and the lighting department at, in a whole. Then transitioned from there to try to slow myself down a little bit to pop up. Um, so pop up for us, um, you might I've heard of the terminology, but basically it was um, we were pop up in different cities in Florida um, and do church. So our philosophy is we bring church to the people. Mm. And from that, Ooh, it, it would it would be, you know, see what happens. And, hey, does this grow into a campus? Does this grow into Bible studies? What does it what are the people ready for us to come into their community? Mm. And that's that's what we did. Wow. So how many campuses is Christ Fellowship up to at this point? We're 11 campuses right now, um, building um, number 12, which is Vero, and yep. starting to build number 13, which is Westlake. Mm. Wow, man. So, okay. I know, you know, Brian and I laugh. We commiserate a little bit. Like, you know, I had three Christmas Eve services back to back to back. Brian, how many did you guys have? Uh, we had seven, including campuses. Okay. Uh, Keith, how many did you guys have at Christ Fellowship? I, I got to pull up. I got to find it officially. Uh, but it was 56, but 60, 63,000 people. Holy <laughs> moly. So 56 services that 63,000 people attended. So, yeah, it was unbelievable. It, it was a fun time. Good night. <laughs> and how long were you total in total? Were you with? Um, Christ Fellowship. Five years. Wow, dude, that's awesome. Which, which is is that's what made it bittersweet. I mean, their family. Like it was mm-hmm. one of those where it was a hard choice to make. It wasn't easy to do my last day. That I'm makes sure. sense. Wow. Well, and I mean, I mean, I mean, if this is anything like that, like makes sense to you, the listeners, as you're out there, kind of hearing this a little bit of this, like. I mean, it was such a good transition. Like, aren't you mixing audio there this weekend? Well, so now I'm not. But yes. (laughs) But in a sense. Yesterday you were. (laughs) In a sense, yes. The transition is great because uh, majority of the guys that have transitioned off staff uh, have come back, did all their contracting stuff, uh, volunteered. Like, there's several people that's still a part of Christ Fellowship. Which is which is awesome. Like even one of my mentors, Bill Tumulty, which is one of the execs, like I'm still going in, he's still mentoring me. So just like it's not that you 
are unplugging. It's just you're in a different season. And mm. Pastor always says is, well, the porch light's on. So if you ever want to come back. So wow, that's it's cool. not that's it's cool. not like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, we're kicking you out and yeah. you decided to leave us. Yeah. So, okay, well, I want to hear, and I've never even had a chance to hear kind of like, I want to hear your whole story of kind of where God, because like, one of the things, I mean, that sets you apart from me, like, okay, you are, you're a tech guy, we're in like, oh, you've got uh, these nodes, yeah, I know how to set those up, give me that, give me your computer, bam, you're setting up pathway nodes, and then you come into a video room, and you're like, oh, yeah, with your MEs here, you should be able to do this with appropriate, like, your knowledge base is, is huge, but then also like, there's this, because how old are you, Keithan? 37. Okay, like still being on the younger range of things, you have a wisdom and a, and, a, and a strength and a confidence about you that I think is also really incredible. So like, man, how did you even get started in this world? Like when did God call you into the production stuff? And then I know you did some road stuff. What was that transition like leaving the road to actually go work in the church? Like, man, just like who is Keith and Carol? How'd you get to where you are today? So uh, I'll start back, man. I'll start back to when I was about 12 years old and I transitioned. I left the Baptist church that I was in with my cousin and we went to a non-denominational church and this was in North Carolina and it was Pentecostal. Um, but I, I'm a drummer by trade. And so there was another drummer. So I, he kind of took me under his wing, but I didn't get to play a lot. So at that point, I transitioned into doing production stuff. Mm, mm. Uh, And then I I started working for a production company, a local production company that would go into Coliseums, that would do recordings, that would tour. And so I started doing that with them. And then from there, um, just kind of grew my knowledge base, got my hands on, found people. Because back then, there wasn't the internet. And, well, there was, but it wasn't nothing like it is now. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. had to get hands on. You had to find people. You actually had to write people. You had to, you know what I mean? You had to, mm-hmm. want, you had to hustle. Yeah, yeah. You had to want what you were wanting to learn. You couldn't just sit at your desk and be like, oh, I can learn that because the manual's right there. And just so YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so doing that. Um, and then my, Grandmother passed away at 13. So my worship pastor adopted me, um, which was was huge. Um, Now, it was odd because you have this white family from Alabama. (laughs) And so you see me carrying their kids around, which are my brother and sisters. And it was just it looked (laughs) it just looked weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't explain it it just looked weird <laughs> blonde hair blue eyes and i'm caring oh yeah this is this is my sister don't worry about it <laughs> um so through that whole thing um finally moved on from there this was all during high school so uh moved from there went into the military loved the military mm. uh it was a great great thing um i would have still been in the military right now if it wasn't for my lovely wife Um, but uh while i was serving in the military i wasn't really serving god uh i think for two years i was not really following him the way i should be following him and then finally i drove past um 
a church, East Lake Community Church in San Diego. And it was like God said, you need to go there. And so I oh, went wow. there, rededicated my life, really got involved, really just turned away from the world at that point. That's where I say I really made my transition to knowing God because growing up in church, it makes it a little easier to say, I know God, but not actually know God. Um, Yes. uh, So I did that. They brought me on staff. I helped design their $16 million um, auditorium and lighting rig. So that was fun. That was the first time I've ever done it. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. No pressure. No pressure. None at all. So that was, that was fun. Um, love them. And then just through there, just started going through working at different churches. Um, while I was in San Diego, worked for Sound Image, Peterson Lighting on a touring market. Did a lot. Um, uh, had pictures of, Name dropping right here. Um, Taylor okay. Swift before she was huge. Um, doing stuff like that. Uh, Doobie Brothers. Uh, I can name several others, but I'm not because I don't want to because it's not about that. Um, that's not what I'm about. So yeah, I, I, yeah no. I, I mean, you never once ever said a word, and I finally had to go to him. I go, bro. What are all these like VIB tags on your Pelican? And you were like, even reluctantly, like, yeah, there was this, this, that, like, I always yeah. love that about you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't want through this. I don't want people to think that, oh, he's got it all together. Cause I do not. Um, one of the biggest things I've learned in life right now, going through production, doing ministry and production is to enjoy the moment, laugh at the mistakes and you get to do it again in a week. That's right. And realistically, every service is someone's first service. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, that's good. Come on. So just, hey, you know, because for us and church people, we can get into the habit of where we have some have multiple services. And the, by the last service, you're like, OK, I just want to get this done. But you're not thinking for that person that just walked in the door for the first time that's been struggling, that's looking on the platform or looking at you in the booth or you running the camera, et cetera, et cetera, that, oh, okay, I'm making an impact on this person's life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, Oh, man. Sorry. I rabbit trail there, but that's my story. That's good. That's good. Hey, Keith, what branch of the military did you serve in? Navy. Navy. Thank you for your service. So like, so you don't really have a lot of like formal education for production. It's been more like hands-on, right? Correct. Yeah. Like I mean, here, we're I, I've a studied it. Auditorium. Go and design the lights for. <laughs> yeah. I, I've Here's studied it. Sweetwater catalog. Go figure it all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. Um. But one of the things to the to the educational side and the non-educational side. Um, I, I do have educational background, but it has nothing to do with production. I have a, my, my degree is just transformational Christian ministry. Uh, My, my tech degree is from YouTube university. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I, I did not go to a full sale or an MTSU for, you know what I mean? Like the school of hard knocks and 
having good people like Keith in my life? So I, I would say when I when I talk to younger people and even staff that I was leading, I I always encouraged um, going and getting your degree. Not even if it's in production, but going higher education because mm-hmm. I, I firmly yeah. believe in it. Uh, but yeah. I also when I look at resumes and stuff like that from hiring people, the first thing I'm going to look at is how much experience do you have? Because what yeah. I've learned from the full cell from UNC Chapel Hill, um, they're going to teach you what the book says, but realistically on the road and in real life, sometimes the book doesn't work. You yeah. have to figure it out. And how do you figure it out? And it's yeah. usually experience. That's why, like, yeah. even looking at, let's take it back to the military. That's why they drill you so hard. It's because, realistically, I need to get this experience in you and break your mindset of what you've already been trained for 18 years to learn this way. That way, when you come up against it, you don't crack. You just, okay, here's plan B and C. Mm-hmm. And so that's one oh, of yeah. the things that I've always said to you. It's like, I always try to have A, B, and C in my you know, that way if A doesn't work, I'm going right to B. There you yeah. go. There you go. Like so, Jeremy, okay, let's like go back. right now, Jeremy okay. has a screwdriver in his hand. I do. Just in case. <laughs> my ADHD kicks in and I have to have something in my hand to play with at all times. So what I normally have, you're going to laugh. My wife a couple of years ago bought me a fidget cube. Oh, so like yeah. when I record this at my house in my little studio, I have a fidget cube that I don't even know if you knew this, Brian, like the whole time my hand is like, I'm playing with something to keep my mind focused. Right, we have those around our house as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So hold on, Keith. So let's, I want to run it back a little bit. So we're in San Diego. Yep. You, you go into the church, you get through all that stuff. Yep. Did you, did you come off a of road stuff at that point to kind of go more full time into the tech world? Like in the church so world? It was, so it was military uh, road stuff. So I left the military and church kind of at the same time. Did the road okay. stuff um, with sound image for, I don't know how many years. Then came back, worked on staff at Eastlake. Okay. And then left Eastlake, went work for Kensington Community Church. I don't know if you got okay. up in Michigan, Troy, Michigan. Okay. Uh, worked for them for a couple of years. Got back out of it. And then just kind of corporate change of pace yeah and then back into ministry because i yeah. felt like god was calling calling me back into it yeah wow. Wow. So. so so one of the interesting things so we have we have a younger demographic that we that we can see that are listening to the podcast and involved in the instagram stuff and so like you know we got some tech guys that are going to listen to this they're like maybe just getting ready to go to high school maybe going in like You've made comments to me that many times, I mean, I know we, 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 we jumped onto this a little bit that like many times you won't hire somebody that has a degree from maybe one of those schools, you know, and, and you have good reasoning of why, like, let's say I'm a, I'm a tech guy and I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to get into this thing. What, what are some practical steps that you would share with them? Like, Hey, maybe it is go get a business degree and then go find a church and just dive headlong. Maybe it is go to full sale. Like what, what would you recommend of like, Hey, if you want to be as marketable as a tech guy as possible, when you graduate, do these things. So 
one of the things I would say for being marketable as a tech guy when you graduate, well, in high school, um, there you have so many different avenues. You can get involved in theater. Um, there's an AV company or a production house local to you that you can get involved in. You're going to start from the floor or from the ground. So you're going to be pushing road cases, stuff like that, but you're in the door at that point. So that yeah. starts clocking your experience then because you're around it. You're hearing them talk about it. You you can ask questions. Um, try to get on your local stagehand crew because then you're around it. That helps. Yeah. Um, corporate jobs like corporate AV, like hotels, stuff like that. They're always looking for just hands, not someone that can come in and be there full time all the time. And then I would say pursue a a degree. Uh, if you're wanting to go to full cell, there's nothing wrong with full cell, but I would say back it up with experience. It's just what I've seen over the past 16 years, full cell, um, some of the graduates that people have hired have just, they've left a wrong experience at different companies. So mm, it's just one gotcha. of those where I don't think the school's bad. I just think it gets a bad rap because, well, that's that's where you came from. You know what yeah. I mean? Hmm. Um, I think one of the things I see is some of those like, man, go out, be, go get your hands dirty. Yeah. Go work. I don't care. Go go join a, a production company. Go, I mean, whatever, a church. And just for the first two months, just go wrap cables with a smile on your face. Yeah, exactly. Get involved with your You know what I mean? Get, yeah. Get that, get that practical experience, like, you know, because those are the things that, like, you know, so, like, I look back to when, you know, we were in the midst of putting in this install, and it's 1130, 1145 at night. Like, you know what I mean? But those moments like that, it's like you're in the stress, and it's late, and you get, like, being able to get in that place where everybody's, like, working together and not afraid to get hands dirty, you know what I mean? Like, build those relationships, build that that street cred up of like, Hey, I want to, I want to have Brian Tabor a part of my team because man, for the last six months, this dude's been wrapping cables, cleaning up the stage, putting stuff around. Hey, Brian, come over here and jump on this console. Let me show you a little bit about how I'm parallel compressing these drums. You know what I mean? Like be willing to like get out there and do a little grunt work for a little bit to get yourself to that place. Don't just come in expecting like, Oh, get out of the way. Get me, you know, I'm going to sit on that grand MA and I'm going to blow your mind away. Right. Don't expect to start at the top. You're already going to yeah. get, you're going to start well <laughs> further than I was, than you are, simply because where they're starting is your ceiling. Where you're starting oh, yeah. them out is your ceiling. So they're already yeah. ahead of the ball game. Absolutely. So, yeah. Dude, I know for a fact there was all kinds of worship pastors out there like salivating going, I want to hire this guy. <laughs> right? What a heart. What a great blending of heart and skill. Oh, yeah. And in that order. And the problem I have a little bit, and I'm a, I'm a tech guy, but as I sit around and talk with people, tech, for some reason, it's a dual part thing. Tech guys always prioritize the skill over the heart. Mm-hmm. And then I also believe that worship leaders enable that in their tech guys because they're so paranoid about 
any kind of issues or something not working or in the perfection, the excellence of the service. Many times if somebody can really mix really well, we were sometimes willing to maybe overlook um, the heart issue stuff, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like kind of vicious circle. And so, I mean, that's part of why I get so fired about, about what we do on this podcast and stuff is like, you can mix the heart and you can mix the talent. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. We're in the people business, right? That's right. And, um, look, man, don't, okay. So I'll be straight up with you. If you're on the platform and something goes wrong, it is a little bit of a different experience when you're out there with all the people looking at you, you know what I mean? Like, and you have to riff or fill space or whatever, but here's the deal, man, things happen. And, uh, just remember team family, we're all in it together. And, um, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. We're all in this together. Isn't that high school musical? I don't, I've never seen high school musical. Wow. I did go to high school. Did you sing in a musical? I did. South Pacific. Why am I not surprised? (laughs) And guys and dolls. Wow, that's pretty cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 62 of the podcast. Uh, be checking out soon. Um, Free Church AV is going to be giving away their um, sound system PA lighting package that they're giving to uh, some cool church out there. Don't forget to look up Planning Center. Go to our yep. website, buy you some merch, and we can have matching shirts that worship together together. <gasps> you never thought of that, did you, until Come just on now. now? Come on that, now. That's right. So, hey, again, we are thankful for you, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. And until next time, see ya. Deuces. 